You're listening to the Cruise Tips TV Unplugged podcast. Today, friends, we have a very special treat for you. I am joined by Ilana from LifeWellCruised.com and LifeWellCruised on YouTube, and we're going to talk about all things cruising. Welcome to Cruise Tips TV Unplugged. I'm your host, Sherry, and we invite you to join our cruise-loving family as we travel the world creating cruise videos and vlogs. In this podcast, we talk tips, tactics, and strategies to help you make every cruise your dream cruise. Hey, Alana, it's so wonderful to see you. Oh, hi, Sherry. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you for being here. I'm really excited about our conversation. I think that this is the first time you've been on our podcast, but I think I was on your YouTube channel a few years ago and it feels like it's been an eternity or maybe it was right when cruising restarted. Does that sound about right? I think so. I think it was about a year ago, but it feels like so much has happened even in the last year that it feels like longer. Yeah, it really has because last year we were at this point where we had all sort of had this opportunity maybe to jump on one of those first summer cruises out of the U.S. or the Bahamas and it was all so thrilling and new and now here we are a little over a year into it and all of the protocols are sort of, are sort of been dropped pretty much at this point. Most of them are gone and it's just a whole new world, isn't it? I know. I am so happy to see where things are at now. Me too. Me too. It's wonderful. Well, I'd love if you could just briefly introduce yourself. Tell everybody a little bit about where you're from and what you do. Okay. So I'm Ilana and I have uh, a YouTube channel called Lifewell Cruised and as well lifewellcruise.com. So basically a cruise and travel blog. And I am based in the Montreal area of Canada. And uh, I'm just really happy to be here. I've been doing it, I guess, for about four and a half years now. And uh, Anyway, it's great to be here now. Again, that cruising has restarted uh, for more than a year. Super good. I'm excited too. And I have to just tell you, I love your YouTube channel and it has grown so much. Congratulations on that, by the oh, way. Thank you so much. And the feeling is mutual. I love your channel. I've been watching you for years and years and years. Thank you. And I have to tell you all that Ilana also has a very comprehensive website. When we're talking about comprehensive, we're talking about the good stuff like packing tips and things like that. But some of the other things that Ilana does are destination tips. Ilana also has videos like what not to wear in a cruise port, which I thought was <laughs> a genius topic. And she even goes there with things like what should you consider if you're booking a graduation cruise or a bachelor party cruise? And there's so much good stuff there. So I first came across you on your website and I was like, my goodness sakes, this, this Ilana is just a master and there's so many clever wonderful topics there's a million different takes on packing dollar store packing everything you can imagine and I just I think you do an incredible job so congratulations and thank you for serving the cruise community girl you are killing it oh thank you so much it is so much fun right like it's such a good topic it is a great topic so tell us Alana what was your most recent cruise and where did you go Okay, so we just came back, I guess about three or four weeks ago, we were on the Norwegian Joy, and we were on a Canada New England cruise, and it was 10 days, really, really nice. Those 10 night cruises are the best, aren't they? They are, and I think I really needed it. When we booked that, honestly, a prime reason was I looked at the date and I thought, okay, it's early fall, it was very early in September, and I don't like cold weather, so I thought I have a good chance of having fairly decent weather at that time of year. And then in 10 days, I was sold. 
Oh, I can imagine that you were. You're like, who cares about the weather? I have this extra time. And let's be real here, you know, especially when you are creating content on your cruise and you are trying to also have a vacation and you're resting, but then we sort of have this um this uh, constant feeling of working, which is a good thing. This is why we got into this, right? We want to do it. But those extra few nights on a 10 night just really let you chill out. Absolutely. A lot more balance. Yeah. Balance. That's the word. So I have to ask you this. Okay. So you were on a Canada, New England cruise, but you live on the East coast of Canada. What is it like doing a Canada, New England cruise for you? Does it feel like a vacation or does it, did parts of it feel a little bit like, okay, I'm in my own backyard. How does that feel for you? Okay, so actually it was really cool because something about, well, at least for me, I was going to say for Canadians, but I think at least for me, but I do think for a lot of Canadians is sometimes we have a tendency to not visit our own backyard. So even from when I was young, we would always go to Florida. As soon as, you know, I got married, we were going to, whether it was an all-inclusive resort and then eventually uh, cruising and, you know, dreaming of different places in the Caribbean, basically going further away from Canada, mostly because of the weather. Um, so it really, Canada, New England wasn't, it didn't hold a huge appeal to me, to be honest, even though I knew it was beautiful, even though I know there are fall leaves, cause that I do see at home. Uh, but I was really pleasantly surprised. I knew it would be beautiful and it, it was beyond my expectations. We were able to go to Halifax, which have you been to Halifax? Yes, I have. I, I oh. love that area. Yeah, me too. I I would even consider going back on a road trip. It would take me, I think, about 10 hours to drive, uh, which is possible because I do Florida. But mm-hmm. um, but still, I cruise mostly. So let's face it, chances are I'm not going to. <laughs> <laughs> but I went to another Canada and New England cruise. It's a great way to just stop and be able to, you know, just arrive right in Halifax and visit the port area and downtown. So we did Halifax. I loved it there. My father was actually born there and we never went back. Wow. Um, yeah, my father, I think is like, did he just turn 80? He just turned 80. So he, he was born there, left when he was two, and his whole family never went back. So anyway, wow. uh, then Charlottetown, which we absolutely loved, uh, Prince Edward Island. And then in terms of um, the U.S., we were in Boston. It's like one of our favorite American cities. We just love Boston. So um, all in all, it was relaxing. We had beautiful weather. We were lucky. We had a fun time on the cruise. So really, really nice. And I would do it again and I would recommend it. Oh, it sounds lovely. And I think too, people should know that not every Canada, New England cruise is the same. You know, you've just Absolutely. mentioned, right? You've got the option of doing a 10 night or a seven night. So where did your cruise depart from? Was it a round trip or was it one of those open jaws? I know when I did Canada, New England, we went from, I think it was Montreal Uh, down the Saguenay Fjord, and then we ended in Boston, I think. What was yours like? Oh, nice. That would be fun for us in the future. Maybe Montreal to Boston, because I literally could leave right from home or even go to Boston and then come back. That would probably be nice and easy. So a future trip. Um, But ours was from New York. So we drove uh, to New York um, a couple of days before we spent a couple of days in New York. I like New York and Mm -hmm. I like New Jersey. So... Um, in any case, so we took uh, the Norwegian Joy leaving from Manhattan. Oh my goodness, mm. to park there, that is the only thing to get into Manhattan to drive. Oh, um, yeah, it was a little but, bit of a pain, um, but that sail away was amazing. Uh, well, this day, unfortunately, it did rain. It was our only rainy day, though, so I can't complain. But we have done a sail away from Manhattan and we've done it even from Bayonne in New Jersey. 
and um, with uh, celebrity and Royal Caribbean. And just to be able to pass by the Statue of Liberty, it is magical. Oh, it sounds so beautiful. And it feels yeah, to me like it. those cruises, really, the Canada, New England, are wonderful for history lovers. I mean, not only are you getting to go to Nova Scotia, but you're kind of hitting on some of the historical areas in the United States, too. Oh, you're right. You're right. Even Boston and the Freedom Trail, like it's so interesting every place you go. Plus, the food is so good. Oh, yes, absolutely. <laughs> so good, right? So, Ilana, you know, we, I feel like we have to talk about something that you've been saying here that that, I, that was one of the reasons I reached out to you because Ilana created a video recently about kind of a life update and just talking about some things in her life that were that were important to share. And one of those things that you shared was that you have flight anxiety and some travel anxiety. And I, I know that in our community that travel anxiety and flight anxiety are a real thing. And these are hard things to talk about. So when you opened up about that, I thought, oh my goodness, I really hope she's willing to talk with me and our audience a little bit about your flight anxiety. So Alana, I, you you actually will drive to a cruise in Florida from Montreal, right? That's more kind of your preference. Tell us a little bit about that and tell us tell us about the flight anxiety and maybe what advice you have for someone with flight anxiety. Get, fill us in here. Okay. So um, yeah, I don't think I always had severe flight anxiety, but it definitely has developed um, and increased over the years. But uh, we definitely will drive 24 hours to Florida. Um, and I don't really even mind it. I kind of like road trips. I guess I started to like road trips because I hated flying so much. Um, in any case, uh, yeah, so I have that anxiety. But we did know, like, when I decided to do this full time, you know, YouTube and the blog, I knew I wanted to cruise more and it just wasn't feasible to think that every time I wanted to go to Florida that I would drive to two, for two days. Or if I wanted to go on an Alaskan cruise um, that I would have so much anxiety that would build up that maybe it would be hard for me even to book that flight or even to Europe, which we have done before, by the way, because okay. um, I will go. I just feel like I'm not going that willingly and I'm going with a lot of anxiety. So I did really want to work on that. So that is something that I'm doing. I decided because I have an upcoming cruise um, on Holland America uh, shortly, um, which we're really happy to go on. I'm so looking forward to it. But I started to realize that because we are flying out to that cruise, that just the fact that I was flying was giving me so much anxiety that it was almost hard to look forward to the cruise. It was hard to kind of, you know, oh. even plan because I was like, you know, you get this knot in your stomach because you just feel so unsettled about the idea of flying. And I hate to, you know, to talk about that in a way that I don't want other, to pe other people to kind of feel anxious or anything, but it genuinely is just the way kind of I feel about it. So um, I am working on it. I did actually go and speak with a therapist uh, about it and I'll go see the therapist another time. And basically we're working on some techniques um, so that I can work through the anxiety. I don't know that it will be perfect, but if I can get a little bit better and if I could find it a little bit easier, I am hoping that not only will I get on the flight, which I know I will do, but that I'll actually get on and I will enjoy it. Wow. So Enjoy. <laughs> now that's a beautiful thought. I hadn't thought about that. You're taking it to another level. You're getting on the flight, you're working through the fear, but then you're actually like, I'm going to have a cup of tea and I'm going to read a book and I'm going to relax and love this flight. That's cool. Let's hope when okay. I get back, I will let you know. Okay. You but, let us uh, know. 
<laughs> but yeah, I'm hoping. I'm even doing like a little bit of visualization about like, you know, how like enjoyable that flight is. It's so good and yeah. how it's going to be so great when we get there. So um, yeah. yeah, that's what I'm, uh, that's what I'm doing now. But that's I know so a cool. lot of people have some amount of fear of flying, um, even in the cruise community. I've heard from other people too, like even in the comments of my video where people were saying they also have, you know, some amount of fear, not everybody, obviously, but a lot of people do. And it's something it, it's hard, especially when you love to travel. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And if you've ever had an experience or something where you had major turbulence or you had some kind of a trauma around a flight, that is a, a whole new level of, whew, isn't it? It's so funny. I follow somebody You're on right. Instagram. I don't remember who it is, but she has major flight anxiety. And she was like, <laughs> someone told her that the, they, I think it was a pilot that said, you know, if you picture the fl- the plane wrapped in jello, when it goes through turbulence, the reality is it's actually quite protected. And when you think of the plane as being in jello, it makes you, your nerves calm down. I thought, whoa, this is a hard thing to visualize, but it really does make sense that you're not going to bounce out of the air, so to speak, you know? So every time I get a little scared with turbulence, because I'm really afraid of major turbulence, I always think, okay, I'm in jello. I'm wrapped in jello. The plane is in jello. It's going to be okay. You know, well, I'm going uh, to be thinking of you then, Jello. Yeah, yeah, I know. Do you I, have some amount of, of flight anxiety? I have developed some flight anxiety. Really? So I was one of those people when I was younger where I thought it was the coolest thing. I loved it. Mm-hmm. Like kind of like my son, the longer the flight, the better. And I think the first little bit of it probably came after September 11th, after 9-11, a little bit. And then more recently, I would say um, it kind of exacerbated a little bit after the pandemic when I was kind of getting back on that first flight. And of course, statistically speaking, this is such an irrational fear, right? We know that planes are so safe, but then you just, I mean, my hands are sweating. I have to hold on to someone's hand. I sometimes feel like I want to cry, like I'm afraid we're all going down. I mean, there's all kinds of fears and sometimes I'm fine and other times I'll have a little you know well up a little bit um while I'm while we're in takeoff it's usually the takeoff that I have a hard time with it kind of gets me um and other times I'm fine but I don't experience it as much as a pre-travel anxiety as more Mm -hmm. of takeoff anxiety for me which is interesting and you fly a lot right I don't fly a whole heck of a lot, but probably on average, at least most years, at least three times a year. So, so you know, a a bit, a fair amount here and there. So, but I loved your advice of the, you know, sort of the meditation and the visualization and speaking to someone about it, you know, talking to a counselor, getting help. I mean, these are, we all need help with something and what a wonderful idea to think you're not alone in this, right? Yeah. And I think for a lot of us, it's interesting you brought up, you know, post pandemic. And I do think that some anxieties for a lot of us have like exacerbated. I do feel like even for myself, like little things, I'll feel a little bit more on edge than I ever would have before. So maybe that's just going to take some time for, you know, for all of us, whatever our anxieties are. I'm hoping that with time, you know, we can all feel a little more relaxed because I know I'm not the only one. I know you're not the only one. Absolutely. Absolutely. And whether it's because we didn't travel as much during that time or the weather just triggered something in us, it could be a variety of different reasons. Just people need to know they're not alone. You're right. I love that. 
Well, thank you for sharing that with us. Thanks for going there. <laughs> I appreciate oh, it. It's okay. Thank you for having me on. I do appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely. So you mentioned um, sort of the restart and it got me thinking that I'd love to talk with you about some of the changes, how cruising has changed since the restart. What have been some of the things you've noticed that are different now, the most different to you in your experiences? Uh, Well, I was thinking about that and I was thinking about how over this last um, year or so, uh, because in my case, it took a few more months after the restart till I was able to cruise again, just being in the country that I am and some of our travel restrictions that we had early on. But when I first went on my cruise, um, everybody had to wear masks, all the passengers, all of the crew. And of course, you know, we had all of the testing and we had, you know, a lot of the different protocols and we had lower numbers. Um, And to my last cruise, where for the first time I saw um, the passengers, obviously we weren't wearing masks by this point, um, unless people wanted to. Um, But the crew had started to be without their masks as well. And I did think that was kind of nice for those that that were comfortable. It was really nice to see their faces Mm -hmm. and to feel a little bit more of that normalcy again in in traveling and in cruising. You know, and again, for people that it was at their comfort level, uh, that was something really nice. Um, Some of the other changes that I think um, I've seen is just the happiness of people being back traveling, cruising again. Um, And with each cruise, no matter how things evolve, I find that that kind of continues, like the crew and the passengers, you know? Absolutely. That's cool. Yeah. 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 I mean, on the little bit of a negative thing, not that it's really terribly negative, but I think it's just part of maybe coming out of the pandemic. We have noticed sometimes the supply issues, um, there was one cruise we were on that for the mojitos at one point they made a mojito with lemon. I'm like, Oh no, I'll have lime in my mojito. And they're like, Oh no, supply issues. We ran out of, really? we ran out of limes. I'm like, Oh, okay. Maybe I'll just take a different drink. Then. <laughs> that is so fun. You're right. A mojito with lemon is a different experience. It's not, Yeah, <laughs> it is different. It was not what I expected, but you know, they tried to make you, and we were even on another cruise where, um, you know, I think it was ravioli on the menu and then it came as tortellini and they said, oh, you know, like, sorry, we didn't. And, and these are good cruise lines, but right. I think the reality is, I mean, we notice at home where I live, the supply issues, um, uh, the supply, supply chain issues we've been told by some of the restaurants that we go to, they're continuing to have that. It's getting a little bit better, but I think the cruise lines, too, they're working through it. So I think, you know, there is still a certain amount of that we all have to kind of be patient. Yeah, absolutely. It's weird that you say that up the mojitos because they actually ran out of mint for a period on my last cruise. And then somehow they, um, they found the mint. Wow. It was in a box or something. It was somewhere. (laughs) I don't know if they restocked in Mexico or what happened, but then the mint appeared again. So funny. And I do find the, the crew with every cruise, it seems like the crew are, nicer not that the crew were not nice they were nice yes. but you know the amount of really like how friendly how helpful maybe I notice it more than I did before because I'm so appreciative of being able to cruise again the crew are really they're like the backbone of the cruise industry oh, I couldn't agree more and you think about all that they went through 
during yeah. the pause and then to come back and to be sort of making up lost time, doing it while wearing a mask until now, which basically this has just been dropped for most of the lines right. and to do it with all of these protocols and testing and just, oh man, they are saints. I agree. Yeah, absolutely. So Ilana, I have got to ask you this one. You you got a really exciting cruise coming up. You're going on a new line for you. What line is it? And can you tell us where you're going? I'm not sure if you've announced that yet. I think you have, but I'm not sure. So we are going to be on Holland America on the new Staten Dam. And it's a Caribbean cruise. So the nice. ports are um, Half Moon Cay, which I've never been to before. And I heard, I, I know some people say it is the most beautiful private island. Is it? Have you been? Glorious. The sand is powder white. It is absolutely spectacular. You're going to love it. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to that. And then we have Bimini, which I've never been before. Also, I heard beautiful. So very beachy. Very. It's a beachy cruise. Then we have Grand Cayman. So of course, we can do to Grand Cayman. I've been before several times, but I always love Grand Cayman. It's so beautiful, whether you walk around or you know, you swim with the stingrays or go to Seven Mile Beach. So I'll be happy to go back. And then we're going to Ocho Rios as well. We're still trying to figure out what we're going to do when we're there. But four ports out of the seven the seven days in the Caribbean. What a blast. That sounds like so much fun. Now, if you, I don't know if in Ocho Rios, how high adventure you and your family are, but if you've never done the cool blue hole, it's an incredible excursion. It's sort of like a waterfall excursion, but instead of walking up the waterfall, you're actually jumping off waterfall. So you kind of traverse up a little bit and then you jump into big pools and they have an excursion that you can do that combined with a little bit of river tubing. And it is super fun, high adrenaline, but really fun. <laughs> yeah. So along with my um, fear of flying is my fear of jumping over waterfall cliffs. So. <laughs> I think that's a pretty reasonable fear. She's like, let's add that to the anxieties list. I'm not going to be jumping off any waterfalls here. We should back but, it up a little. But yeah, so I actually, I think it was probably before the pandemic, but I'm pretty sure that I saw your video. Um, about what you did in Jamaica. And it did look amazing because we must have been researching something at the time. Was it about three years ago or so that you were there? I think it was 2018 when we were on MSC Seaside down there. About, yeah, probably about four years ago. Yep. Yeah. So I saw the video and it looked amazing. Um, probably, I'm thinking not for me though. <laughs> I love it. That's okay. No, But, uh, but it did look incredible. So yeah. cool. I'm not sure. Maybe we'll do Duns River Falls. Yeah, Duns River Falls looks really fun. I actually did that with my mom and my brother when I went to the Caribbean for my high school graduation, and it was great. Good photo op, not particularly scary, but still, uh, it's still really unique and different. Sounds fun. Yeah. So back well, to Holland, we America. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm here I, I cut you off that time. With Holland, America, <laughs> Alana, are you, what are you most excited about? Is it the food? Is it the music? I'm really curious to hear because I, I personally think they're a wonderful line and the service is expect, it's just spectacular. The food is spectacular. Everything about it is wonderful. And I love to hear your thoughts before and after, of course. <laughs> Yeah, so I think that in terms of for this cruise in particular, what I'm looking forward to is actually going on a cruise that is maybe a little bit more relaxing. And I know everybody looks for something different for every cruise vacation that they go on. And I think for this one in particular, we are really looking forward to um, 
the amazing food. I've heard a lot of good things about the food. Um, I'm looking forward to those stunning, um, the stunning pool deck, the Lido deck. I did see some videos about the new Staten Dam and it was absolutely stunning. So I'm really looking forward to that. Just trying all of the different restaurants. I, I love to eat on a cruise. So that is a lot of pleasure for me. And something else that I'm looking forward to is the music walk. So in terms of the entertainment in the evening, um, I'm looking forward to that. That looks really, really different. Something we haven't seen or experienced on other cruise lines. And uh, and yeah, I can't wait uh, to experience that. Plus, I have also heard that the service is phenomenal. So what is better on a cruise vacation than great service? That all sounds wonderful. And I think you're going to do just that. I think you're going to relax and enjoy and come back refreshed. It'll be so good. Yeah. And at the same time, we'll work a little bit at the same time. We'll videotape, um, you know, take notes, uh, do a little bit of a review of the cruise. But I'm really looking forward to um, even just a little bit of time on a deck chair. I am so proud of you. I think that's <laughs> wonderful. I want to see photos. I'm going to be following you on Instagram looking for Alana in the deck chair. Sure. <laughs> so what are you most excited about for 2023? We've got lots of new ships coming out, new experiences. What do you? What ship are you most pumped up about? There are some pretty cool ships in 2023 and like recently seeing what's coming out in 24. Wow. I mean, I have to say I was very impressed with the icon of the seas, maybe because the concept, even though it did remind me a little bit of the Oasis class, like that they've just brought it to a whole other level. Um, and I think really in particular, maybe for families, but um, not that it's only for families, but the idea that it really does seem like it's absolutely a resort at sea more than any other cruise ship that I've ever seen. I think it looks absolutely amazing. So that's definitely a cruise ship that I'm looking forward to seeing and experiencing in person. Um, I'm also looking forward to Sky Princess. I know that's also one that's coming out in 2024, but we love sailing with Princess. Mm -hmm. So I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, Sun what Princess is going to be so beautiful. I was going to say those are actually my top two. Sun Princess, mm -hmm. Icon of the Seas, both just absolutely take your breath away beautiful and i'm so excited for those i'm also really intrigued by some of the um the new ventures that msc is doing so we'll have to see how all of that goes and and um i you know i'd love to cruise out of dubai someday and i saw this msc itinerary on, on their newer ship and i thought oh my gosh that would just be so cool so oh wow talk about yeah. a long flight though right oh man that's yeah. a long one i haven't cruised yet with MSC and it is on our list of cruise lines that we'd like to try because of course you know they're having more and more cruise ships out of um you know out of the U.S. and having much more Caribbean itineraries and the ships look absolutely beautiful I did see one of your um vlogs on MSC I can't remember the ship if it was the seashore the seaside and Meravelia. we've done both yes yeah, I think I saw I've, I've seen both, but the seaside, I think when you did um, some video from the Bridge of Sighs. Oh, yeah. <laughs> looks incredible, though. The ship just looks so beautiful. Yes. Isn't that crazy? That wild suspended bridge up above the water. It was actually a little scary. I thought looking down, I'm thinking, oh, my goodness, this is this is really intense. And you've got the pool deck underneath you, which is really oh. wild. Um, I was going to ask you that next. I was going to say, what is there a cruise line that you haven't tried yet that you're excited to try it? And would that be MSC for you or are there any others? Well, there are a few, right? Like I wish I had, well, I guess everybody has this much time, but 
um, realistically, I'm not sure how many cruises that I will go on in 2023 um, and even into 2024. I don't like to cruise all the time. I know there are some people that are on cruises a lot and my life right now with my family and my kids, um, you know, I need to spend a fair amount of time at home. So going on a cruise, you know, if I could go on a cruise every couple of months, that would be wonderful. That probably would be as much as I would want to do. But MSC definitely is a cruise line that I would like to try. And we actually would like to get back on Carnival. Mm -hmm. It has been since 2012 that we've been on Carnival. Yeah. 10 years. Yeah. Yeah. Carnival's changed a lot too. There's really something for everyone on Carnival these days. Yeah. And yeah. the newer cruise ships, I will not ride the roller coaster. That is another one of my fears. <laughs> I feel like this, this entire podcast is about what are Alana's fears? Uh, good. You know what? Let's make sure people know they're not alone out there. We all have them. And then did you see that? What was that wacky thing on Icon of the Seas that was like suspended over the water? Oh, I forgot what it was called. Either. It was like, oh, are you kidding me? That's it's like walking the plank. Right. Right. And then it drops out from under you and you're on a zip line over the ocean? No. <laughs> yes, I did read that. It said something like, it will just randomly drop out from under you. And I'm thinking, I, I, I might have to draw the line with that one. I'm not sure if I want to be hanging from a rope off the side of a but, ship. It's so funny. But you know what, Sherry? Yeah. I have um, one son who's 22, the other oh. son who's 26. And... Um, Honestly, both of them, I think they would be in heaven. I mean, it's the coolest thing for them, right? So, you know, I'm glad that it's a cruise ship, that there is something for everyone. I think so. I think so. And I have to go back to MSC for a moment because I, based on what you're telling me today about you're looking forward to sort of relaxing on your next cruise and sort of the things you like to do, I think you and your husband will be a really good fit for the MSC Yacht Club. It's like affordable luxury. You have your own butler, but it's not pretentious. And you have private dining, private bar. It is such a great experience. I think you'd love it. Oh, I think I would too. I've actually heard a lot of good things, like even from people in the cruise community that have tried it, that have really loved it. Alana's like, twist my arm. Let's go. Yeah. Absolutely. (laughs) Although we are going on, like, you know, sometimes you look ahead and you forget about what you've actually booked, but we are going to be on Celebrity Beyond in the new year. And um, we're taking my older son hasn't been on a cruise with us since he was 17. So and now he's 26. Wow. That's so cool. So you're taking him along. So yeah, now he finally decided he wants to travel with us again. Uh, he went through a phase where he didn't want to travel with us once he turned uh, 18. So, um, but now he does want to travel with us and we'd love to be with him too, right? So uh, we're going to go on sort of a family cruise, but it's going to be funny because, you know, like the last time we had cruised as a family, my kids were, you know, teens and, you know, younger teens, both of them. But, uh, but now it's going to be with young adults uh, with a beverage package and all. Oh, that's right. I'm like, you're right. You have two boys that are of drinking age. That's a totally different thing yeah, as a parent. Yeah. And, isn't and, it? and they're young adults. They're yeah. going to have a good time. I'm sure they're going to love the celebrity beyond. Mm, wow. That is so cool. My goodness sakes. I love it. Wow. All right, Alana, give it to us. What are some of your favorite packing tips? Lay it on me. Okay. So packing cubes. And I mm. know you are a lover of packing cubes. You've been talking about them for years. Um, and you know what, when I first tried them, I didn't think I liked them. I think because it took a level of organization to organize yourself to pack. Right. You know what I mean? 
But once I got that, I was like, oh my gosh, packing cubes are so much easier. I feel more organized now that I use packing cubes. So I love packing cubes. Um, even now we're using packing cubes, like different colors for every member of the family. I think that's like a simple tip, but it makes it so much easier when I'm packing. Like we open up the suitcase, just throw those packing cubes. Everybody puts away their own stuff. Nice and easy. Um, another tip, I think, especially for people when they are flying, though, is if they are checking bags, like checking any luggage to um, put at least a few different outfits, like like do sort of a half, 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 half swap between both of the pieces of luggage. If one piece of luggage does go missing, at least you're not completely stuck. Um, and even I think especially nowadays, but to keep, um, you know, maybe even two changes of clothes in your carry on bag or one pair of pants, two tops, a couple of um, undergarments, make sure to have them. You know, you never know when, if you have to go a couple of days while you wait for your luggage to find you, then at least you, um, you're not stuck. Right. With those things that are hard to buy at the store too. Like you said, undergarments, things like that, where it's like, oh oh, man, I mean, I could, I can understand if I have to go buy a dress, but all of that other stuff is so tough. Absolutely. Excellent advice. I love it. Now, are you a carry on girl or not yet? I I am not. And I'm, I might try it. Um, I did, uh, I actually just made a video about packing carry-on only because I wanted to see, could I actually pack carry-on only for seven days? And I think I could, but being honest, I like to have options and that includes shoes. I know I could survive on three pairs of shoes, but I like a little bit more. A little bit Exactly. I know I do too. And when you don't have, (laughs) it is the shoes. It really is about the shoes. And three, you're right. That's very minimalist. Three is like the very bare bones of shoes for me. Yeah. I'm, I'm with you. Okay, Alana. And, oh, go ahead. So sorry, please. No, I was going to say the true story that there have been times also that like, let's say I wore a pair of shoes during the day, sandals. Sometimes after walking all day in port, my feet are a little bit swollen after five days on a cruise. And if I can switch up my shoes into another pair of casual shoes, like a wedge or a sandal, then it just makes my foot feel a little bit better. So I, I actually do think on a practical level as a woman, I like to have those options. Absolutely. Oh, you're completely a hundred percent right. I can't imagine wearing the same thing during the day that I would put on for dinner. It has, it has to be, has to have, you have to have a swap out there. Your feet get sore and tired and it's a different, it's a different fashion thing anyway. Right. Kind of. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) So I think as long as people can do check luggage, why not? But I know a lot of people now are trying to do carry on only for different reasons, including the flights. So I think it is definitely possible. And of course, you can pack a couple of flats. They don't take uh, much room. Good point. Very good point. All right. We're going to wrap it up with some rapid fire questions today, Alana, since your first time on the show. (laughs) Yeah, let's go for it. She's like, let's go. I'm ready. Love these. (laughs) I know, right? So fun. Okay. Cruise line you've sailed the most with? I think they might be tied with Royal Caribbean and Princess. Ah, okay. Balcony or inside? Both. It depends on the cruise. Because I've done a lot of inside and I, I don't mind the inside. Um, so if the price is right, I, uh, will go inside. I have to say since the pandemic, uh, since we've started to cruise again, I've done balcony and I mean, balcony is enjoyable. So who can say no? Uh, but I can do inside also. Yep. Time and a place. You got it. Yeah. First thing you do when you board the ship. Okay. Also two things. I, I'm, I'm a little bit indecisive maybe, but it is, uh, the E-Master, 
um, and a mimosa. So we started a new tradition where we have mimosas. We do one quick cheers um, with the mimosa. Um, but the last couple of cruises, we've gone and we've done our e-muster very quick. It's so fast now. It's amazing. And do our quick check-in. And then we go and we just sit down for 10 minutes, have um, a quick mimosa. That's a nice way to start the cruise for us. That is genius. I love it. What is your dream cruise destination? Oh, the Greek Isles, um, but on a small cruise ship or on a smaller cruise ship. Like if it was on um, an Azamara or maybe an Oceana, like doing that. And in particular, if I could go to, I know it's not Greek Isles, but it's in the region. But if I can go to Cator Montenegro, I think maybe I've just seen those sailings. It just looks so uh, magnificent. So that probably is my dream. Wow. I love that. And I, I have seen pictures of that. I've never been, but it does look gorgeous. Yeah. All right. I think I know the answer to this one, but beer, wine, or cocktails? Uh, a combination. It's probably a cocktail, but wine is a close second. And sometimes it's white. Sometimes it's red. A nice chilled white, you know, is sometimes really nice. Depends on what you're doing. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Best shore excursion you've ever done. I think it was Ephesus in Turkey. We, um, yeah, we were in Kusadasi and I, I might be mispronouncing that. So if I am, I apologize. Um, but we did a, uh, not a private tour, but a small tour with a local company that we had researched before and they were just absolutely amazing. And it was just in the morning time. So we were able to come back to the ship early. Um, but having this tour around Ephesus, um, uh, and we went into the terrace houses. Just incredible to see those ruins and the way people lived. It was and the history. Oh, amazing. That was, uh, there were a lot of other great excursions, but that one really just does. That sounds amazing. And I'm sure a lot of people will appreciate that. One thing you'd like to see added to cruise ships. Oh, I wish all cruise ships had a covered solarium, like a pool, an indoor pool, just for practical reasons. There's probably other things that I wouldn't mind that they add, but there's always something nice on every cruise ship. But I do find like sometimes you're on a cruise and even if you're in a warm weather destination, if the weather is rainy or stormy, I think it's just a nice place to be able to go, whether you have kids or you don't. So I really like... Um, some of the ships that we've been on that do have a covered pool area. I like that. I love that too. I think that's the best. And, and a pool in there is just a must. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. Let's see. When I'm not cruising, I'm blank. Okay. So realistically, I'm filming videos about cruising. I'm writing about cruising. I'm researching cruising. <laughs> but I didn't <even> that. <laughs> Oh, I love it. Talking to people about cruising. I don't know. Maybe I like it a little bit. Yeah, that sums <laughs> but, it up. Yeah. It sums up who you yeah. are. Yeah. No, but I love my dog. I have a, a cute little cockapoo that we got during the pandemic and I love her. So I like to just sit and kind of cuddle with her, spending time with my husband, Frank, um, my sons, my parents, our family. So I like that. I like to cook a little bit. I have to say, don't cook as much probably as I would like. But yeah. uh, kind of staying home, you know, that kind of thing. Maybe restaurants sometimes. Yeah. Oh, that's wonderful. Sounds good. Well, Miss Alana, where can everyone find you? I want to make sure that they have all of the different um, socials and website and everything. Okay. So um, 
your audience can find me at lifewellcruise.com. That's where I am on the internet with like packing lists and, you know, different articles about cruising and that sort of thing. And of course on YouTube, lifewellcruised and everywhere else on social media, lifewellcruised on Facebook, on Instagram, a little bit on TikTok. But uh, yeah, so, um, and thank you so much for having me, Sherry. It's been such a pleasure. Thank you so much for agreeing to do this. And also thank you from me and from our audience about, uh, for, I should say, being willing to talk about kind of a tough topic with the the flight and travel anxiety. It really means a lot to our community that we can have these honest conversations and help people know that they're not alone and get past those tough things. So thank you. And it's a total joy having a virtual chat with you. And hopefully I get to give you a big hug in real life one day. Oh, that would be so fun. Maybe we'll cruise together one day. I would love it. All right, friends. Until next time, we'll see you on the high seas. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to Cruise Tips TV Unplugged. If you like our show and want to know more, check us out at cruisetipstv.com. You can also find us on YouTube, Facebook, and Instagram by searching Cruise Tips TV. We'd love if you'd leave us a review wherever you're listening to this podcast, subscribe to the show, and tune in next week. Until next time, we'll see you on the high seas. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply.